0: Tyler G. Mitchell is the imaginative author of Double Trouble and the Upside Down Christmas Tree, a festive tale capturing the mischievous adventures of a young family with twin toddlers who find trouble around a creatively hung Christmas tree. And Tyler is on the line with us here. How excited are you for Christmas?
2: I'm pretty excited. Sometimes I forget about the actual Christmas day because all I think about is this Christmas book. Oh, so Thank Thanks yes. for reminding me. But- I I am excited I have a nine-year-old and she's all about Christmas she has been for three months it seems like so yeah we're ready for Christmas for sure
0: and I suppose it's not just about the day itself it's about the build-up but as you were saying before we started you've been quite busy with everything to do with this book
2: oh yeah i think and i knew this Thank, thankfully for sev- from several podcasts and um different videos on youtube i i got ahead of the game and i realized kind of what i was getting to but uh you know this is like bringing in a cousin to live with you for a year i mean <laughs> you gotta feed this person and make sure they can sleep good and i mean a book is like that because no one you know a book doesn't sell yeah. itself. you have to sell it obviously write it and get a good illustrator and market it and so forth. You have to pretend like it's another child, basically.
0: So what was it that inspired you to start work? on Double Trouble and the Upside Down Christmas Tree.
2: You know, I have had this in my mind for a while, and it was pro- it's probably been a good year that I actually started going, I need to do this, I need to do this. Um, it's part of my Christmas family life that it happened, this Upside Down Christmas Tree. Um, no one believes me, but it did happen. <laughs> so I finally, I've had it written down on pen and paper for a while. I started getting busy, and I stopped because I didn't think people would believe me. So I finally found a VHS tape with the recording of it. So once I found it at my grandma's, I was like, you're kidding me. Upside down Christmas tree. Someone actually has a copy. I couldn't find it. Um, I found footage of it. So then I realized I need to do this. And uh, once I was able to do that, it really goes part of it. I mean, Now when you see the book, you see the video, you're like, yeah, he's not lying. He had twin brothers that couldn't stay out of a Christmas tree.
0: How did you come up with the idea of using mischievous twin toddlers as the central characters within the book?
2: Well, I think that kind of goes as an attribute with twins um, that some people might say. I can tell you I've had a lot of messages from people saying, I'm a twin and I can tell you that's exactly what it was like and um, they start telling me stories some friends I went to school with too and I was like no no no! don't tell me any twin stories because I'm going to write another one and I don't want to take your ideas I don't want anybody's ideas in my head so um, really it was pretty natural just looking back uh, my brothers and I are 10 years apart Wow! so I'm 39 they're 29 and um, I wasn't in the home with them forever but when I was as a boy I, I definitely have memories there's plenty to talk about for the next book that's for sure
0: yeah and the story Story is recounted by the oldest son, an eight-year-old. So, is it kind of told from your perspective, even though the age gap is a bit different?
2: Yeah, it's totally from my perspective because uh, throughout the book, I'm very concerned about um, what's going on here. We, my dad's talking about not even having a Christmas tree because he's tired of keeping my brothers out of it. And so is my mom. Then my dad's talking about hanging a tree upside down from the ceiling and I'm just perplexed. And I'm like, I've never read a book, never heard of a story, seen a movie where Santa comes to a house with a house, but uh, with a tree that's upside down. Yeah. So that goes on throughout the book. Um, throughout the book, I'm also documenting all the chaos. Obviously you'll find that the cat gets stuck in the tree. Uh, you might find some boys that decide to put food in the tree <laughs> or it's in the toilet. There's, there's all kinds of different things. Um, I didn't realize, actually, and I saw this last night. I was in a Barnes & Noble, um, my second one I've been to. Grandparents really love my book. And um, I have a page where I actually show my, you know what, I'm going to spin around here and get my book. So Um, I have a page in here that I dedicated. I, I told my illustrator, I said, man, I really want you to make this look good. So... This is my uh, grandmother that I oh, had wow. him put in there, and there's me as a little boy, because she was very special to me. And she passed away about a year ago. She would have loved the book, obviously. But um, grandparents, the message about what grandparents are in a child's life. Yeah, I didn't realize how many grandparents really felt a connection to that page. It's weird. Grandparents buy like two books at a time. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Uh, but that's great. Several messages, and obviously the last one being, Um, Hey, you know, if your tree's upside down, no Christmas tree, Santa's going to hook you up if you're on the nice list. And how do you get on the nice list, Tyler? That's me you help your mom and dad with your crazy twin brothers. So that's several different messages packed in 34 pages.
0: And I think it seems to be something you find a lot where children's books, for whatever reason, are really popular with grandparents, even more so than the parents sometimes. And the grandparents actually quite enjoy the book themselves.
2: Yeah, that's what it's looking like. And that's great um, because... so not really a spoiler, but uh, I am looking at one of my next books being uh, having to do with us going to my grandma's house. Ooh. Uh, the premise, the idea would, behind it would be we hang out at my grandma's for a little while and grandma's not ready for double trouble. Yeah. In me. So um, we'll see, definitely. I, I'm very lucky I have one grandparent around too. So my first book is actually dedicated to my uh, grandparents. You'll see that on the first page.
0: Can you tell us a bit about the dynamics between the twins and the older brother as well and all the siblings and how they contribute to the chaos surrounding the christmas tree
2: um that's a good question i think my perspective as the older sibling in there is uh there's a page where i say i felt like i was living in a zoo originally i wrote i felt like i was in a nature documentary but oh my phone's ringing don't know why that you still see me? okay, good. Yes. um don't know why I did that my camera's on, but anyways, um, I wrote, I felt like I was living in a nature documentary, but then the teachers said that I know they're like, I don't know if my little kids know what a nature documentary is, so I said, I'm living in a zoo, So I really do like i'm I this throughout the pages, I'm writing all these notes. December thirteenth we found two ornaments in the toilet. And um, they're like two little animals that I'm living with. But like I said, um, I'm doing my part. I'm helping my mom and dad take care of business.
0: Are you able to share, obviously without giving too much away, a particularly funny or chaotic moment from the book that you think the reader will enjoy?
2: Yeah, here, I'll just go ahead and show you, um, show her by watching. So this is a page where we find the cat stuck in the tree. This is the back of my book. Ooh. And when I turned in my manuscript, um, I wrote I wrote little notes for my illustrator, Brian, on the things I'd like to see. And I said, obviously, cat stuck in the tree. Yeah. Um, and he did this really neat thing. You can Right here, these are my two brothers running away. Oh, yeah. Don't really catch it until you really look at this page. This is probably one of my favorites. And, you know, I got some criticism. Don't put your favourite page on the back. But I said, I have to. This represents all the chaos, the double trouble. Mm. Um, I just really love that part. He did that. Uh, I was so lucky with my illustrator. He had some really great ideas.
0: And it's interesting that that is the back of the book and there doesn't appear to be a blurb of any kind there. What was the decision to have just the picture?
2: So I went through a bunch of my books you see back here from my kids, and there's a lot of different ways to do it. I thought about putting some sentences and some blurbs. How would
1: you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment.
2: a paragraph because really um the the book is is so i have two targets obviously i want parents particularly moms grandparents to look at the book they're the ones that do that flipping and reading and understanding the book obviously the kids need to enjoy it yeah so it kind of goes both ways it's a little unique um i had found a book that only had the cover maybe a couple and i said i i I like that because if you see in the front which is double trouble in the upside down christmas tree reaching for a tree which is the cover you flip it to the back, you see a cat stuck in the tree and these little boys running away. You can obviously see there's something going there. That That's a story alone. I, I was really surprised that... Uh The illustrations are so good. I feel like you could take the words out and actually really get where I was going. It's really neat. When I unboxed this book, um, I'll never forget it. I mean, I had to contain my emotions because I was just like, inside, I was like, I can't believe I made this. I can't believe I had Brian make these amazing illustrations.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because you mentioned that you want the children to enjoy it and we talked about, you know, the grandparents and everything. Is there stuff within the book that... Is on two levels and anybody can enjoy it.
2: Yeah, I think I'd have to go back to the mix, the different messages that I put inside the book. When you upload a book to your publisher, let's just say Amazon, um, you have to pick which age groups this is for and what grades. So mine starts ages three to seven. Um, is it for every three-year-old? No. I mean, every child's different. But I've seen three-year-olds in preschools I go to. They're all about it. They have reactions to the things that I read. I have 3 to 7, but really, do 9-year-olds like my book? Oh yes, they do. They yeah. they love the humor. Um, but again, I, I wanted to make a book that's really enjoyable to not just the kids, but to the parents, you know, I'm talking about grandparents, what they mean yeah. that message for parents where I, 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 so there's a letter at the end from Santa saying, Hey, Tyler, doesn't matter if you had a tree upside down, no tree at all. What matters is that you helped your mom and dad. And that's what gets you on the nice list. All right. That's a message for any kid yeah. that's, you know, Santa Believer that's how you you get presents so um, there's it, it really covers a very wide range it's almost risky there's so many people that are covered in it but that's my style um, that's what I wanted to go
0: with absolutely and how do you envision families that read the book engaging with it during Christmas are there any activities or discussions that you hope the book will inspire
2: so the reactions I've had so this book has been this book has been in Puerto Rico it's in it's in Puerto Rico it's in Colorado Wyoming out west um it's in Washington Midwest it's it's in a lot of different places and I've asked that question before um I I so I asked people and they put it on Facebook some of the comments I get um my son said oh no no don't put spaghetti in the tree or um you can't chew on the lights you get to see the (laughs) children's reaction and I love that uh those are some of the reactions um that's a feeling that I wasn't prepared for to see the reactions of kids, um, which obviously I want that. But uh, that's been great to know that I gave somebody some magic time for about ten minutes. Uh, that's great. If it can be a part of somebody's tradition, uh, absolutely. I, I have one person that left a review on Amazon and said that her son likes Sarita to her daughter. Wow, that's great. You can't really duplicate that with anything else. That that story time. Having people invite you into their home um, for story time is is really nice. It's amazing.
0: That's brilliant. It, it,
2: it's less time. I'm on a tablet, and that's good for me too. I feel oh yeah great
0: about that. Now you've mentioned possibly about a sequel. So, are there any kind of themes that you're excited to explore in your future writing endeavors?
2: Yeah, I have. I have several. I'm definitely we're we're. So, I my wife caught me writing the next book. Oh, and then she told me you're actually writing two. No, oh. I don't mean that. She said you're writing two books, Tyler. She said it. I read it to her, and she's like, "That's two books." I said, "Well, it could be worse, right?" So um, <laughs> we're definitely looking at grandma's house. My, my one grandma is still around and uh, we have stories that we have throughout the family that we're easily going um, to put the paper when it comes to twins. That's for sure. Um, with this being my first book, I've learned a lot. Um, that could be its own separate podcast for you sometime. Yeah. The things that Tyler's learned launching his own book, but uh, We'll have to see how this one does after Christmas. After Christmas, this book is, you know, no one's really going to talk about it a whole lot. <laughs> so we'll definitely see uh, what's in the works. I I plan on doing another one. I love – I guess I'm a goofy guy. Uh, yeah. Not immature at all by any means, but I like <laughs> getting up and reading to kids. I don't get nervous about it. Um, they're They're fun. Um, it's a great time. Uh, you know, it takes me about seven minutes and 30 seconds to read the book. Um, and I'm always planning for the questions the kids ask. So it's fun.
0: And how are you spending Christmas this year?
2: Well, one of my last events is Friday the 22nd. I just booked it. So oh, wow. after that, um, I'll be focused on, well, my wife's planning all my Christmas stuff with the family, but yeah. um, we're going to have, I think, a nice big chunk of meat, not ham, not turkey. I think it's a uh, rib roast. Really looking forward to that. And my wife makes a Nutella star. Um, it's made out of Nutella and crescent rolls. It's shaped like a star. It's amazing. You've got to look it up, man.
0: It's oh, yeah. amazing. That sounds good.
2: Yeah, so uh, definitely a day to relax and cool off. We do that at our house. We don't go anywhere. And then we go visit people, um, usually, usually a couple of days before.
0: Brilliant. Well, where are we able to find the book, Double Trouble, and the Upside Down Christmas Tree if we want to get it as a last-minute stocking filler?
2: <laughs> That's the million-dollar question. Um, Amazon doesn't always plan accordingly for book sales, as I've learned. So <laughs> you'll, you'll go to Amazon uh, UK. I looked a couple times. Um, for some reason, it's in stock there, but not in the US. I don't get it, but uh, people can still keep um Barnes & it as well. It just came back in stock. Um, And then so this is this is one way to get it. I know it sounds weird, but my publisher, the people that made my book that printed it, you can buy it there online on their website. And they're called Book Baby. If you go to Google search Book Baby, Tyler G. Mitchell or Book Baby and type in Double Trouble in the Upside Down Christmas Tree, you'll find my book directly through them. But what I do want you all to know that are watching and you're interested, you need to type in Save 30. It's a coupon code, Save 30. That'll take off 30 percent of the book. Because um, I don't want you to have to pay shipping, um, so hopefully that'll get rid of most of your. Hopefully that'll get rid of most of your uh, shipping costs. Jeez Louise! Yeah. The last thing is uh, the ebook on Amazon. I think that's free for most people, and if you have a oh, tablet yeah. or a desktop, you should be able to check it out that way too.
0: Brilliant. Well, many thanks for joining us today. It's been great having you on the show. I'm happy to be here. I appreciate it. I got that email from you. I'm like, yeah, let's
2: do it. Let's <laughs> yeah. Talk to the to the UK audience. They'll like the book too. You know, this like I said, this book's. It's, an, it's, it's based in Indiana where I live, but hey, if you have a family and you have kids and you like Christmas, this is the book. So go check it out.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,